Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Centurion Leadership Battalion podcast, your source of accountability, inspiration, and motivation to become your best and reach your fullest potential every day. Our motto, it's simple, to use our determination to crush our everyday leadership tasks so that we dominate in our delivery of services and products to our clients and achieve victory and personal growth, profitability, and creating environments for those around us to prosper. Let's get this show started. Welcome back to the Centurion Leadership Battalion podcast. This is your host, Elena, and your host, Justin, as well. And we are really happy to have you listening in for another Q&A episode today. Thank you for tuning in and checking out some of our podcast episodes. As always, we really appreciate the ratings and reviews and subscribers. Um, We recently crossed 50,000 downloads, so we're really excited about that. And thank you for continuing to listen and share uh, with your friends, your family, your other leaders and and brand business owners in your life. We're really, really happy that you are enjoying our content. So I'll let Justin say hello to everyone, and then we'll get started. Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome back. Um, thanks again. As Elena said, yep, we're the podcast is doing well. We're growing. There's a lot of competition out there in the podcast world, and more and more people get on podcasting every day. So it's still good to see the amount of downloads that we get and, and numbers increasing. So thank you, everyone. I appreciate it. And share the love, tell other people, talk about it. if you like what we're doing, please share it. So thank you, Elena. Let's Let's get started. Awesome. So today we are going to be covering the following. It is, as a leader, what do you think is most important in creating a positive culture? So good question. As a leader, what do I think is the most important thing to creating a positive culture? Um, If everyone really wants to know it's competition, our purpose, um, that's the real one in a nutshell positivity comes from everyone having a positive purpose or a feeling that they're contributing to the world you know we can look at studies or talk about things all we want but generally men are more insecure than they ever have in their life we can talk about balance between men and women but the reality is is without a purpose we we become insecure And same with women, when your life is filled with having children, raising children, and now you have to have a different purpose in life, we have a lack of purpose and we have depression and we have these things that go on and maybe some of it's existed before, but we lack purpose. So positivity, whether it's at work or at home or in our groups, has a lot to do with how we handle life and whether things happen to us or for us. Now, both happen, okay? So to say that nothing happens to us, it's unreasonable. Um, But even when things happen to us, we can take them as a learning lesson to grow. So how do you create positivity? One is negatively talking about each other or gossip or allowing that in your company or where people, we've talked about a lot, feel that they are responsible for judging other people's jobs and whether they're doing them or not. That's 
you know, that doesn't lead to positivity. A person should own their own job and whether they do it well. And if you have now two people that do their job really well, or three people that really do their job well, and they work with a fourth person who doesn't do their job well, by nature, if you have a good manager, the manager is going to notice the person that's not doing well. Okay. If you're a leader, of a management team or you're in an organization or you're in a leadership position and there isn't someone that does it, the harder you work, the more that person's going to look like they're not doing their job. Even if you think it's not fair at the time, you're right. It's not fair. There is no fair in this world. We don't create it at workplaces. We just don't. And fairness is not necessarily equality and equity. What I'm talking about is work ethic. What I'm talking about is 20% of the people doing 80% of the work, 80% of the people doing 20% of the work, and 20% of the people break evening or if not costing you money. It's just around there. That's just the way it is. That's why companies eliminate the 20% non-producers, especially in sales every year. So how do you create positive? Well, you have to have competition outside, inside, but in a healthy way, you want people to want to grow and be competitive with themselves, not necessarily with each other internally. And as a company, you want company to be competitive with all the other companies out there, but not necessarily focus on those companies because you have to remain competitive and remain different. So interestingly, I will tell you that Positivity is usually an aftermath and positivity in a moment, or if you feel that a culture lacks positivity, it doesn't start with being positive. In my experience, if you want to change an organization and you want to bring positivity into it, it starts with discipline, it starts with boundaries, and it starts with work ethic. It starts with establishing trust, which comes in both hard and soft ways, but holding the rules, the absent, absence policy, the, um, you know, what is really reward system? Um, have you gotten rid of the problem children? If you want to start creating positivity when there isn't one, you need to eliminate the bad apples. And bad apples don't necessarily ruin a bunch. That's not true, especially if you build a positive environment. But the positive environment will squeeze out the bad apples and usually they leave. And if they don't leave, you should get rid of them because it looks like that you're um, willing to put up with less, less of a standard, less of a thing. So positivity really comes from that top 20% leading the group in a positive way. So you want your work ethic, your hard workers to have purpose and have work ethic. And then from there, the rest of it, like the other 60% that makes up the other 80% of your work and the 20% that doesn't make anything, just to correct my math before it was wrong, I said 20, 80, 20, it's been 20, 60, 20, 20% does 80% of the work, 60% does 20% of the work, in my experience, just to correct what I said earlier. <clears throat> the 20%, the last remaining 20% doesn't do any of the work maybe even cost you financial problems or they gossip. So how do you create positivity? You get rid of the negativity. You cut out the cancer. You cut the head off the snake, whatever it is. And in some cultures, in some environments, your culture or the group of people, you're so 
with it's all so negative that they accidentally cut out the positive and they think the positive is the cancer. You need to be aware of this, especially in a group mentality where everyone wants to be comfortable and you have a majority of people that are adverse to change or a group of people, majority of people have been in the organization at least seven to 10 plus years that haven't been outside of the organization to think outside the box necessarily. It's not that there's anything wrong with them. You just need to make sure you diversify the intellect as well as the perspective because you need to constantly be rotating that. So positivity is about really about growth. People stay positive when you grow. People stay positive when they have purpose. People stay positive when they feel that their ideas and the things that they're doing at work are being hurt. So what is the one thing that leads to positivity ultimately? Really, mental toughness. Uh, you put them through drills, you put them through training, you make sure the upsides are equally shared as the downsides and you build mental toughness and mental toughness and being able to handle life as life comes at you, no matter what, and stay on a routine, especially in manufacturing like food or anything that requires a, a disciplined process, procedure and protocols. That's what it is. It's the mental toughness. Do you have the people that can last 90 minutes of a game if you were a soccer player? Soccer players only get three subs in 90 minutes. So 11 players, only eight, eight have to play a whole game, one of which is the goalkeeper. So let's argue it's seven on the field, although goalkeepers are a ridiculous shape also. It's the same thing. And the players cover it for each other because they have endurance. So you're looking to play a long game. Eight players have to be on the field at all times for the game every day. You know, what does that look like? Call in, call out. Those are your subs. You know, so what does that look like? That's, that's really how do you create positivity? It's in the mental toughness you create through making things hard, especially when times are good. You need to make things hard. Like, on purpose. You need to make sure they're sharing hardship. When times are bad, you know, you don't want to hide the hardship, but you want to reward the minor steps in a positive direction more. People don't realize this, but it's really what you should be doing is holding on to your cash. And I've learned this the hard way, holding on to your cash during the good times. And then when the bad times come, incentivize the people more during the bad times, not during the good times. The good times are the reward for working hard during the good times, bad times, always. However you handle the down times, the COVID times, the 9-11 times, the financial crisis times, during those times is how your company does during the good times, how successful you are. <clears throat> Same with a human. So positivity is, is being able to get through hardship. And everyone's like, oh, it's butterflies and rainbows and you know, unicorn farts, but it's like, no, it's, uh, and humans, we keep thinking that if we lessen burden, I mean, lessen hardship and we lessen things in life that we're going to achieve happiness, but like, honestly, we have no purpose and we don't understand our whole purpose as citizens of our country, you know, as citizens, do we have the mental toughness? Let's talk about how do we get it, okay? If 
I was a true citizen of my country, right? I wouldn't only work for the economy or my children. I'd be working for a better future and I'd be working to make sure that I was able to protect my country and my family, both intellectually and physically. Because, okay, heaven forbid our military gets wiped out in the swoop, who's the next line of defense? Regardless of you agree in war or not, you want to protect your family. So as a male, there's a lot of purpose in that. And there's a lot that happens that we we call male privilege and the abuse that goes on there and the things that go on. But there's also the side of you need strong men. You need strong men who are willing to protect their families at any cost. And you don't want to misrepresented in society or causing problems in society. But you do want men and women to be able to prepare for something bad. I say women also, but it's the same thing. We just have to think about what does it really mean to have positivity and happiness? And what is it when we call it purpose? In the United States, we say the pursuit of happiness. It's not a tangible item. It's not a law. It's something, happiness is something we've created in our head that we're trying to achieve. Okay, happiness wasn't anything until we were able to stay alive all the time. Happiness was being able to live more than 18 years. Happiness was being able to survive or make sure your family lineage passed on. It, the definition changes, but purpose doesn't. What is the purpose that we have as humans while we're here in this time that we have? And what is the positivity we can generate from it as a business as a human, as a community, as a parent. But I think ultimately it comes down to mental toughness, which comes at a great cost. And positivity comes from winning and winning championships. And I wish I could remember the Michael Jordan quote from The Last Dance, but he talks about how hard it was and how hard his relationships were winning and building a legacy and in almost immortality for himself, but legendary status for all of his teammates. That'll last forever. Those teammates have it forever. And they may have not liked how hard he pushed at the time or how he told them how it was or how he would yell at them on the basketball court or be hard on them. But 20 some years later, we all still remember most of those players. And Michael Jordan will go on forever just by the sheer name of his shoe. And how many people know his name and look at Michael Jordan probably more than Jesus. So we can have an impact on, on the world and positive impact. And we can have economic gains, not only for ourselves, but for the world. And we can have positive impact through the willingness to go through mental toughness. And if we have mental toughness, we're willing to have purpose. And if we're willing to have purpose, we're willing to chase positivity and the results of positivity. Okay, because positivity is not being happy or only having a happy workplace. It, that's a very short-term thought. Positivity is really about what is the positive impact we have on the world. That's positivity. You wanna be happy in the long run? When you're on your deathbed, look back and look at how you impacted the world positively, not like how you pleased people and made them happy. That's not a positive impact. How are you going to make sure 
we have survival and humans survive and we treat each other well and we continue to break down barriers, you know, both in our head and um, the ones that still exist with, you know, sex trafficking and women's rights and racism or genocides. You know, so you want to create positivity. It's going to take mental toughness to fight those type of things and create positivity because honestly, it's purely this simple. Most bad things or bad people or weak people come out of pretty tough, tough, bad situations. And they've already got the mental toughness from their background or their hardship or their place. And some people choose to do good with that hardship. Some people choose to do bad. But hardship either makes us extremely successful or tears us down. The question is, is what is it for? Why are we doing it? And is it happening to us or for us? So positivity. I think we think it's being a grown up. I think it's not having feelings. I think it's squashing away stuff, not talking about it. But really in the workplace, positivity is about goals, being united, feeling that special energy and that feeling that you don't have words for when everyone's working together and business is doing well and you're not having problems and you feel it, everything's going smoothly, you feel it. And the companies that really, 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 really make money and really, really grow, they have an organization that chases the feeling of those wins on every project. The money's the championship trophies. It's that feeling that those companies chase, the difference that they're making in the world. Not only the money, the money's the trophy. They did it before the money was there. They learned the skill before the money was there. They will continue to learn skills before the money is there as they grow in wealth. But you need to make sure that they have the environment and it's their choice. It's a person's choice to remain positive or grow in their environment. But positivity comes with purpose and growth. Relationships, whether it's men and women or same sex or whatever pronouns, it's about being able to navigate life positively and grow from life in a positive way together and apart. And if one doesn't, regardless of your situation, money, comfort, everything in the world, we start to lack purpose and our lives fall apart. So positivity is a lot about making sure everyone grows. They don't get stuck in positions too long. There's mental toughness. So you're rotating them around. So they're cross-trained. You're doing fire drills or um, new training on something or serve safe and food business or asset training, or you're making the training more in depth for more employees, whatever it is, you've got to keep pushing that hardship. You know, whether it's processing food, you don't normally do just to switch things up a little bit and throw a different problem into the scenario. Accomplishing them or getting through it 
because they've had failures or it's hard at first is positive. People like having hardships and succeeding through them. And when you do something mundane or you have something the same every day, it doesn't build mental toughness or positivity. In fact, it builds entitlement. So cool. Thanks, Elena. What are your thoughts on that? I think it was definitely uh, hearing everything that you were sharing. When I first heard the question as a leader, you know, creating a positive culture, you shared a lot about creating a positive culture in general um, and just your influence, you know, on the community, on the world, on all the things that, you know, we don't always think about as being able to impact. When I heard the question, I was thinking it was going to be more so how do you create a positive culture within your organization specifically? Um, I didn't think of it in terms of how you can create and affect the culture just of the world today, um, which is something that we all play a role in. And we don't always recognize that, right? That we have so much power to really affect um, the lives of others, you know, the generation that we are a part of, you know, all of the, you know, our, maybe our children or grandchildren or whatever it is to come. Uh, we don't always consider that we play a role in that. So I found it really interesting to hear just all that you were sharing of your views of this question and just how you took it in such a different direction. And I think that's one of the best things about these questions, whether we get them submitted in from the audience or, you know, we come up with these questions or they're things that most people may, you know, want to know is when you have different people covering these questions, you get so many different perspectives. And I know it's always really eye-opening for me, uh, every time that we do these Q and a episodes, because I'm able to not only recognize my own perspective or my own answers for these questions, which would have been completely a different, you know, answer and direction than yours. So it's just really interesting to me to continue to grow and learn. And I feel like even being a part of doing the podcast, I'm able to learn so much every time. So I really enjoyed um, hearing everything that you shared. And I don't know if anything I said uh, made you have another comment to finish us up, but I, I really enjoyed that. Thank you so much, everyone. And thank you for listening in. I appreciate it. And what I, what you said, Elena, I believe is I agree 100%. And thank you. Thank you, everyone. Awesome. Have a great day, everybody.